e. Unrestricted warfare takes many forms. The CCP also fully utilizes other unrestricted warfare methods. A few major areas are listed below. Diplomatic Unrestricted Warfare The CCP's typical diplomatic method is to divide and conquer. When the world criticizes the CCP for its human rights abuses, the CCP invites each country to discuss human rights separately. While many countries have discussed human rights issues with the CCP in private, doing so has no restraining effect on the party. It simply delays and argues with the various countries individually, but never makes any substantial changes. Moreover, it has virtually disintegrated the international norms that safeguard human rights. The CCP used this method to escape condemnations and sanctions, and then immediately joined the World Trade Organization, WTO. Right away, it started to use economic means to tempt various countries, then again used divide and conquer to achieve large-scale breakthroughs in various areas. The CCP also uses rogue tactics of hostage diplomacy to arrest and threaten both Chinese and non-Chinese until their demands are met. Before the CCP was granted permanent normal trade relations status with the United States, it arrested dissidents before almost every negotiation session, and then used the release of the dissidents during the negotiations to achieve its goals. The Communist Party disregards the rights and lives of its own people, but it knows that Western society cares about issues like basic human rights. Therefore, it uses its own citizens as hostages, puts a knife to the neck of the Chinese people, and uses them to threaten the enemy, the United States. This truly reflects the CCP's practice of unrestricted warfare. With the rapid development of the economy, the CCP has become bolder, and foreign hostages have become diplomatic pawns. The aforementioned Subin was accused by the United States of hacking into a U.S. military database in 2014. Subsequently, the Canadian couple Kevin and Julia Garrett were arrested by the CCP and accused of espionage. After the arrest of Huawei's Vice President and Chief Financial Officer Meng Wanzhou in Vancouver on December 1, 2018, a series of protests were triggered by the Chinese Ministry of Foreign Affairs. The CCP's consulate in Canada mobilized a large number of pro-communist overseas Chinese to protest. In addition, the CCP arrested three Canadian citizens in retaliation. This was both to put direct pressure on Canada and also to drive a wedge between Canada and the United States. Lawlessness is the CCP's modus operandi. Any foreigner in China may become a hostage at any time and be used as a bargaining chip for political, economic, and diplomatic purposes. Moreover, when the CCP threatens overseas Chinese, especially dissidents, it often uses relatives of these dissidents in China as hostages. Unrestricted Military Warfare The CCP has developed asymmetric weapons such as anti-ship missiles and anti-aircraft carrier missiles. In terms of conventional weapons, the CCP has attempted to surpass the technological supremacy of the United States by having a larger quantity of materiel targeting those prize assets. The CCP has grown economically and technically, giving it greater operational space to implement cyber warfare, outer space warfare, and other unconventional high-tech attack vectors against the United States, as addressed in the last section. The PLA publicly declares that the conduct of the kind of war it wishes for appear in a manner that is cross-national, cross-domain, and utilizes any means necessary. In the PLA's ideal war, tangible national boundaries, intangible cyberspace, international law, national law, codes of conduct, and ethics are not binding on them. PLA forces. They don't take responsibility for anyone, and are not restricted by any rules. Anyone can be a target and any means can be used. The authors of unrestricted warfare, both Chinese colonels, declare to their readers, 
Have you considered combining the battlefield with the non-battlefield, war with non-war, military with non-military, specifically, combining stealth aircraft, cruise missiles and network killers, nuclear war, financial warfare, and terrorist attack? Or, simply put, Schwarzkopf, Commander-in-Chief of the Gulf War Multinational Force, plus Soros plus Morris, creator of the Morris Worm Computer Virus, plus Bin Laden? This is our true card. Unrestricted Financial Warfare The CCP has begun promoting its own financial payment system and use of the renminbi through economic assistance and private enterprises, in an attempt to build a global infrastructure. It intends to use the renminbi to replace the US dollar's dominance in the field of international currency circulation. According to the CCP's unrestricted financial warfare strategy, the regime can achieve its goals simply by printing massive amounts of money, thus destroying the financial system when necessary. CCP think tanks have advocated the weaponization of foreign exchange reserves. Unrestricted Internet Warfare Through the efforts of Huawei and ZTE to seize the 5G technology market, the CCP is striving to gain a dominant position in 5G standards, and wants to play a leading global role in the new technology. The former head of the Federal Reserve of Dallas said, if China were to win the race, they would establish the protocols for the Internet, just as English replaced German as the language of science and became the language of all crucial activity on a global scale. The Internet took shape in a world in which information flows were entirely different from those of the traditional world, and the online world can in turn constrain and influence our real world. At present, the Internet faces a new round of evolution, with 5G technology at its core. With the combination of 5G and artificial intelligence, the Internet is moving toward the Internet of Things, or digitization of the entire world. The Internet's control over the physical world is dramatically expanding, and the rules of the entire world are being rewritten. If the CCP dominates 5G, it will be able to act unimpeded. In addition, there is a huge amount of information flowing on the Internet. Once the CCP's external propaganda operations are successfully integrated with a China-controlled 5G, its soft brainwashing efforts will greatly exceed the current scale and impact. Unrestricted Narcotics Warfare At a U.S. cabinet meeting held on August 16, 2018, President Trump said that the proliferation of opioids based on fentanyl from China is almost a war. In 2017, there were more than 70,000 cases of drug overdose in the United States of which more than 40% were related to synthetic opioids, mainly fentanyl and its analogs. These drugs are primarily produced in China and then enter the United States through the U.S. Postal Service or are smuggled into Mexico and then enter the United States through the U.S. southwest border. Marcos Kaunalakis, a senior researcher at the Central European University and a visiting scholar at the Hoover Institution of Stanford University, in November 2017 wrote of fentanyl, it is, ultimately, a chemical and it's being used as a weapon in China's 21st century opium war against America. He said that fentanyl has killed thousands of Americans and cited it as an example of CCP strategy. The CCP uses the real value of this chemical as a profitable opiate export that also destroys American communities and roils the U.S. political landscape. Unrestricted Population Warfare In September 2018, a Chinese family traveling in Sweden made a scene in a Swedish hotel by falsely claiming they were mistreated by the police. After exaggeration by the Chinese embassy and media, Chinese people began boycotting IKEA and H&M. 
the Swedish TV station SVT aired a sarcastic program about the incident, which further exacerbated the situation. Tens of thousands of Chinese internet users flooded the websites of the Swedish embassy, the TV host Jesper Rondal, and the TV station's Facebook page. After 60 years of destruction of traditional culture and its replacement with Communist Party culture, the CCP is indeed able to coerce billions of Chinese people and turn them into a mass army, merely by waving the flag of nationalism. Before the 90th anniversary of the People's Liberation Army in 2017, the CCP came up with software that can add PLA uniforms to an individual in an uploaded image. In just several days, the app received over 1 billion visits. The CCP is able to use nationalism to control the public because people don't know the party's true history. In particular, people don't understand the CCP's history of killing. Thus, generations of Chinese people who grew up in the party culture carry the party culture with them wherever they go. When they travel abroad to make a living, they export party culture overseas and become part of the regime's mass overseas army. The CCP has already successfully created a generation of people who will obey its orders without the need to be coerced or monitored. This has strengthened the CCP's ability to control this army in the free world and use it for subversion. If a war broke out, this sort of mass population warfare could have dire consequences. Unrestricted Cultural Warfare the CCP has been peddling party culture and its values under the banner of Chinese traditional culture and customs for many years. People all over the world have a strong interest in China's long history and rich culture, yet their understanding is very limited. The CCP knows this well and takes full advantage of it. By adopting some of the superficial forms of traditional culture, the CCP has disguised itself as the guardian and true representative of Chinese culture, making it extremely difficult for people in other countries to see through the deceit. Other Forms of Unrestricted Warfare The Chinese Communist regime declared asymmetrical hybrid warfare against the United States and its Western allies by launching its nation-state program 863 in 1986. The ultimate goal of this warfare is to surpass the United States on the economic and military fronts, and thus replace the United States in its role as the world leader. It is a war based on deceit and complete disregard for any rules, and the strategies behind it are part of its unrestricted warfare program. During the June 4, 1989 movement, the CCP ordered soldiers and police to disguise themselves as Beijing civilians and create riots, so the military could use them as an excuse for its mass killing, which it called suppressing riots. In the persecution of Falun Gong, the CCP fabricated the self-immolation incident to justify the ensuing escalation of the persecution. During Hong Kong's Occupy Central with Love and Peace movement, the CCP transported people from Shenzhen to incite violence in Hong Kong effectively forcing the police to escalate toward violence. In the eyes of the CCP, murder and assassination are commonplace methods, and in the future, the party may well use the same methods, poisoning, assassination, explosions, the sabotage of power grids or transportation facilities, and so on, to create chaos and conflict in the West. The core of unrestricted warfare is about destroying the morality of mankind, and mobilizing evil people to destroy mankind step by step. The CCP is highly skilled at tempting people to go against morality in their own consciences, and those who do so often end up either passive in the face of the CCP's abuses, or active participants. Therefore, for influential figures in the political, economic, military, media, cultural, technological, educational, and other fields, 
The CCP attempts all means to discover their human weaknesses, whether vested interests or desires, and uses them to make people willingly collaborate with the party. When this doesn't work, the CCP might use threats and intimidation to exploit their fears or mistakes, effectively blackmailing them into assisting the party. In some cases, the CCP has even provided transplant organs obtained by killing to buy off influential figures in need of a transplant. The resources the CCP is able to bring to bear to infiltrate other countries defy one's imagination, and the facts uncovered at present are only the tip of the iceberg. People in all walks of life, especially in politics and business, have become the CCP's tools in its unrestricted warfare campaign, and more evidence will surface over time showing how many have fallen into this trap. Almost all countries in the world have begun to feel the CCP's global ambitions and its evil, unrestricted means. They've also seen the destructive impact of the CCP's agents at critical moments.